Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car. Let's go fucking party. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. H Cubed up in this bitch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back with another fucking album review for your dome top. So, um, and if you have, if you guys haven't checked out our last uh, album review, which was Extension Level Event by Buster Rhymes, definitely go check that out. Yes, sir. Uh, and you already know that, like I said, like we said, this is another album review. So we're going to hit y'all with some J Electronica, a written testimony. For those of y'all that have been keeping up, this has been in the works for like 10 years, apparently, at, something at like that. At least, at least for real. So, so to my understanding, J Electronica, around 2010-ish, started developing this buzz online and releasing certain songs and mixtape, I believe, and then ended up signing with Jay-Z and then didn't do shit for 10 years and stayed in Jay-Z's good graces, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Yeah. That, that he stayed in his good graces enough that he's actually on 99% of this whole album. But we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> I have a feeling that Jay Electronica, <laughs> like he was just sitting down one day and Jay-Z just got mad and was like, all right, come here, nigga. We're going to finish your goddamn album. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it was. Because I, apparently the album was finished like in 40 days or something. So I do, I 100% believe that, that Jay was like, yo, come on, dog. Let's, let's just finish this shit out. 40 days versus <laughs> 10 years? Come on, bro. I'm saying, dog. I'm saying. I'm saying. But nonetheless, it's finally here. There's a couple things here and there that, you know, we'll get into. But yeah, let's, let's I guess you want to say anything else? Nah, I'm good. Let's just go ahead and start. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, let's dive right in. Uh, like, like y'all already know how we do this. We're gonna talk about the songs we like, talk about what we didn't like, give a final score at the end of it all. And yeah, so let's let's start off with how we always do with the first song, which uh, is the intro, which is I believe Paracon is the one who's speaking, giving yeah. some sort of speech. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and it's uh, I feel like it kind of sets the tone for the topic of the album, I guess in a sense, because a lot of this album. Uh, revolves around the five percent nation, the nation of Islam, you know things, things like that. So um, I feel like it it, 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 it does its perp- it does its job in, in setting, I guess, the mood in a sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much essentially, essentially is a beat with uh, Farrakhan's speech a little more. Like. Yeah, and it's it's always interesting to hear Farrakhan speak. Like I don't always agree with what he says, but he makes a lot of sense with some of the shit that he says too. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was sure. an interesting way to open the album because Farrakhan is very a uh, hotly debated individual whether like people should be fucking with him yeah. or not. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. I'm 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 not surprised that somebody like Jay Electronica would have had uh, Farrakhan speaking on the, the intro to his album. But I, like you said, it kind of does give an idea of things to come for the album. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I guess let's let's just dive into uh, the first actual song of the of the album, which is number two, which is the Ghost of Soldier Slim. Mm-hmm. Now, initially, or off the jump, better said, uh, one of the problems that I had was that not only is this, not only does Jay Z have the first verse of the song, but it's the first verse of the album, and it's also a better verse than Jay Electronica, in my opinion. <laughs> um, so again, you know. 
it's just kind of funny. Like again, people have been waiting to hear you rap. And the first person that they hear rap is Jay-Z. And the funny thing is, he's not even fucking uh on the on the credits. He's not even credited. Really? Not on any of it. If you go on Apple Music, there's credits for Travis Scott, for the Dream Twice, but everything else, there, nothing says featuring Jay-Z. So I uh, you know, obviously so so if, if if you went into this without even knowing that Jay-Z was all over it. It was definitely a big surprise, especially with him being the first verse. Oh, yeah. And it definitely was a big surprise because, like you said, this has been a highly anticipated album. I did not expect to hear anybody on it simply because of the type of rapper that Jay Electronica is. Yeah. The last person yeah. I really expected to hear on it was Jay-Z. No, I, I agree. Again, it, it just feels kind of weird that Jay-Z would... Jay-Z, who like is very particular with the verses that he puts out and projects in general, especially towards the later end of his career... Uh-huh. I, I feel like it was kind of interesting that, like you said, you know, that he dedicated a whole album pretty much uh, to, to working with, with this nigga. So. I mean, it just goes to show, like, what he thinks about Jay Electronica, like, how he perceives him. Like, he obviously yeah. thinks that if he's going to go ahead and take the time out to, to be on this nigga's album, that this nigga is worth his voice being on the album. And, and you know, honestly, I, I say that Jay had the better verse, but... Uh, or Hove had the better verse, but I don't think Jay Electronica had a bad verse on this first song. No, actually, I, I think his I think his imagery was a lot better. Like the, the words he used for imagery wise were a lot better yeah. than the ones that Jay Z used. Like, but that's just me personally. But I mean, like, yeah, no, not I, saying that Jay's verse wasn't dope because it was, but I just think the imagery yeah. that Jay was able to invo- like Jay Electronica was able to invoke in my mind was just stronger than Jay's Jay Z's. Yeah, and I, that's going to be I annoying for me because it was annoying writing that between Jay and because normally I would just call each of them Jay because I wouldn't be talking about both of the Jays at the same fucking time. <laughs> you gotta say Hove and Jay, basically. But um, but yeah, Soldier Slim yeah, so was a good song, and it has my favorite sound effect in it: the motherfucking kids going "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just all over this album for no reason, and I don't have a problem with it at all. Me either, dog. Me either. <laughs> And also at the beginning of this one, there's another, it opens with another Farrakhan speech, which is another interesting, I, yeah. I was surprised that he would use Farrakhan right after using Farrakhan, like literally right after yeah. using Farrakhan. Uh, legit, legit, legit. Okay. Number three, which is uh, Blinding, featuring Travis on the hook. Uh-huh. And I thought this is this is actually one of my favorite joints on, on, the, on the album. Uh-huh. I think that the beat change in the middle of the song is really dope. Very Man, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, yeah, very Travis-esque. I feel like he, I feel like Travis didn't do too much on this joint in the sense of like didn't, I guess, mess it up or anything. I feel like he did just enough uh, for the hook. And yeah, I, I think he, like you said, he added his touch to it with the whole little beat change. But yeah. I think it was a good beat change. And I, I feel like it was a dope song. No, it's tight. Like I wasn't a first, I wasn't a huge fan of the first beat that played. The second beat though was dope as fuck. And lyrically, yeah. just all throughout the song, it's dope to hear both of them. Like, I love to hear Jay and Jay go back and forth, like kind of like Styles P and, and Jada would normally do, mm-hmm. or, you know? Yeah. But what was I going to say? Oh, um, oh, that was, I was saying at first it was a random Kanye sounding singing in, like, uh, um, auto tune singing in the middle. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's Travis Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, definitely, that was definitely Travis Scott. For sure. <laughs> But, nah, I, but um, I think this joint was pretty dope. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, I thought the 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 beat at the beginning and the sample choice was a little weird, I guess, because it it's like this very weird. I can't even I couldn't even tell you where the sample or what what 
language sample even is. It's yeah. just, like, just other weird sounding uh, sample. And I know not a lot of people don't know who Charles Hamilton is, but it it reminded me of a Charles Hamilton type of beat. Um, a couple of joints on here actually did. Uh, number seven did as well. But yeah, but I, I think I think the this is a good song. Like I said, I I really like. I don't know. I, I think the the beat changes really dope. I really like. I'm just gonna go right on down the line to number four for Never Ending yeah. Story. I I love the, this beat. Like I love the way that it begins and how it changes. But I also think that in this version of a song, Jay Electronica destroyed Jay Z lyric wise on this. But Jay Z's verse was also really short, so like it didn't have enough time to kind of live up to Electronica's. But Electronica just completely murdered it. I mean, he came out the gate swinging on this one, and I don't even know who the fuck he was aiming at because he just hit everybody. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, I think it was really dope, and this was one of the first joints that it kind of has like that spoken word s type of feel because uh the beat, which I I, I want to say it's it's an alchemist beat, doesn't really have any 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 drums in it. So I, I just feel like it was a very spoken word s type of joint with no drums in it. I feel like we said um Jay Jay Electronica definitely did his thing on this joint, and in my opinion, it had the better verse too. Facts. Um, so for the next joint, just go down the line, uh, Shiny Suit Theory. Um, I, I really fuck with this joint. I, this is another one of my uh, favorite joints on this joint. I think they both killed it, even though Hope's verse sounds a little bit, like, weird. Like, I don't know. It, it just sounds, like, distorted on purpose, I guess. But, um, I think it was a really dope song. I think the, the hook is dope and the beat is really dope. And, again, another one of those, uh, songs with, like, no real drums behind the the instrumental, I guess. Yeah, which is it's it's a little bit of an odd sound, but it was like it worked out really dope. I do like. Yeah, this I, song. I, feel like I feel like it works. It works really well with both of the rhyming styles. So I feel like that's probably why it did it a couple times. I really like this song because I love the way that Jay Electronica switches up his flow during it, but I also like the way that Jay Z simply raps in this because it reminds me of like old early '90s Jay Z. Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree. I agree. But I, I will say this though, uh, one of the things that I think it was on this song that I realized, but it was all actually on a couple songs that I that I peeped is that I feel like a lot of the album it just kind of it kind of I feel like there's no real like structure to a lot of the songs, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's kind of just them. Don't get me wrong, the rapping is a one, but I just feel like you could be a vicious rapper and not be a good songwriter, uh-huh. and especially with, with when you take into consideration that he hasn't that he was supposed to release a long time ago that tells me that he probably had some sort of writer's block for like a really long time that he just couldn't shake and lost confidence and whatnot mm-hmm. so i feel like it kind of shows uh in this album because i feel like a lot of songs are kind of just like i don't know i feel like there's no real cohesion to some of these songs like i feel like a lot of it is just them just wrapped it you know what i mean yeah yeah and, and, and again like like you said cohesion like with the song structure but also with the album structure because like usually yeah, you know, yeah. we all remember we always talk about oh i like how he spread out the songs it's like not just four yeah. or five slow songs all together and shit like this with this song like every song pretty much sounds different it's pretty much a crapshoot from each other each other song i mean i only know it's 10 songs but again like you said there's no real structure it seems like it was just yeah. kind of like all right just here this is the order i wanted in like I'm just like, yeah. eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Here, one, two, three, four. There you go. Do it. Yeah, no, nah, I, I agree all the way. I agree all the way. And to go on to number six, which is uh, Universal Soldier, again, another completely different sounding beat. A beat that I actually like, but uh, it was just really, really different, experimental type of beat. But I really like this. I actually really like the beat in this joint. 
the only issue that I had with this joint is that the J verse is like really, really short. Yeah. And there's like an extra, like almost a minute of the beat just playing over and yeah. over and over. And that, it happens a lot in the album. That, that, that's another thing that I will point out. That's one thing that I did notice too. And it was just weird because it was just, when was the last time somebody said something? I feel like this has just been rocking on for a minute. And, and, and like I said, don't get me wrong. The sample was was tight and everything was like a really eerie kind of sound to it. But at some point, it was like, all right, this has been playing for a while, and I haven't heard anybody say shit. So. Yeah, again, like like you said, the both both rappers give great verses. Jay Electronica's again, I think, is better than Jay Z's. But then again, like you said, it was short, so he didn't really have too too much time to shine yeah. on it. But no, it was pretty pretty solid song for the album. Yeah, no, I agree. You want to go on to the next one? Yeah, let's go ahead and go to Flux Capacitor. One of my main gripes about this song, actually, is that there's a lot going on with the beat. At times, it sounds like it's a little too much. But, again, the the lyricism is what really draws it back. Jay-Z is over here rapping like he used to back in the day again, like sounding like early Jay-Z. The, simp- like the, the simplicity of the chorus on this song, I feel like, is one of the keys to it. Like there's yeah, like, I agree. Since there's so much going on with the beat, just to have a simple like chorus is great. Mm-hmm. And I think Electronica's verse is good, but it's kind of cluttered at the end with his lyrics and the beat. Like like I can, I can't hear some of the words. I feel like I can't hear all of the words that he's saying towards the end of his verse, and that kind of yeah, bothers no, me. No, I, I I agree. This is again, and just to point this out, this is another beat that sounds very Charles Hamilton esque for all my. Uh, Charles Hamilton fans out there, but I do agree that it was a lot, a lot of different, I guess, samples just being thrown together, and it kind of just sounded like very experimental, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah. But but I I, I don't know I, I I feel like I feel like you said the, the the hook was dope. It was real simple. But the only thing I will say about the hook, right, is that it kind of sounded a little bit offbeat, you know, because just 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 because of how much is going on in the actual instrumental. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I feel like the beat kind of takes a, some part away from the song, but I do like the beat. I just feel like it, it should have been a little less, I guess, all over the place. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, we've, we've talked at, about that with other artists and other songs before, where it's just like, no matter how dope the lyrics are, sometimes the beat is just so atrocious, you can't listen to it. This one is just like yeah. un, like mildly annoying to listen to, but the lyrics still cover it up. But again, the beat just kind of gives you that annoyance because it's not where you want it to be or where you think it should be. Yeah, I agree. Um, like I said, like somewhat of a difficult listen for that reason, but other than that, I feel like it's, it's all right. So, yeah. so for the next joint, we are, we're going to go to number eight, which is Fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. To be honest, probably my favorite song on the album. This is the only song without Jay-Z on it, which is, again, weird as fuck, though, that a debut album has nine of the ten songs have features on it. Like that, it just—it's not a good look, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're a rapping ass rapper like uh, fucking uh, Jet Electronica is. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. But regardless, um, I think it was a really dope song. The beat was really dope. The sample was tough. Um, and yeah, and again, it kind of has like that spoken word, no drums in the background type of flow to it. But I think it was really a really dope joint. Only problem I had with it is that it was really short. I think it's the shortest album. Yeah, it's the shortest song. track on the album. It's like, it's only like a minute and a half long. I think it sounds yeah, yeah. more like really an short. Yeah, for sure. Now, I will say that the beat is very old school sounding, so you know that caught my ear off jump. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. And I was actually surprised. I mean, he didn't say an abundance of of things in Spanish, but I was actually surprised at the the the, the, the attempt. You know what I'm saying? And the, the fluent. I feel like he said it pretty fluently. Yeah. It wasn't exactly. Like it sounded like he actually knows a little bit of Spanish here and there. You know. Mm-hmm. Now this joint was actually like somewhat deep because it mentions he goes into religion. He goes in the motherfuckers locked up on the border in in, in cages. And he also talks about, you know, Black Lives Matter. So, like, it's a very, like, it can, it has the ability to be a very deep song if it was longer and he could just expand on these points. It's like a bullet point. And it's such a good bullet point, but it's also, it kind of takes, like, being a bullet point is bad for it. Because, again, you said it's the only song without Jay-Z on there. It's the shortest song yeah. on the album, and it's the one where he's probably rapping the most viciously. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog, what are you doing? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I'm not sure what. Uh, I don't know. And, and again, it's kind of like a really weird abrupt end at the end, and it just kind of just cuts off. So I, I, I had a problem with that, but. And there's at least um, another al- a song on the album that does the same shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But we're gonna go on to number nine, which is uh, Ezekiel's Wheel. Which I believe is featuring the Dream along with uh, Mr. Ho. I, honestly, I feel like this this song was way too long, and it just was kind of annoying, <laughs> kind of a slow, annoying, boring kind of song to be honest. Yeah, it was and boring. The, the fact that it took over a minute before anybody said a word on the track was just come on, dog. This is not the '70s where you have to like play two minutes worth of intro before you get to the actual song. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't need all of that. It's unnecessary. Although I will say again, a lot of real shit was talked on this track by Jay Electronica. He's pretty, pretty vicious. I was like, I this is one of the songs that didn't need to have Jay Z on it because he said so little. It was like almost just like he wasn't there. It was like almost pointless for him to say whatever like the little bit that it was that he said on this track because it was just like okay, you were on there for like maybe all of thirty seconds, and then the song ends or it's, it starts to end, and I'm just like, come on, dog. Like, what's the point? Well, you should have just left him off. Of it. Yeah, yeah, no, there's definitely a couple of joints where, like, it makes you think, like, maybe Hope couldn't finish the verse. He was just like, fuck it, nigga, I'm fucking Hope. I'm going to leave it like this. But, <laughs> but nonetheless, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, it was just, it was just a, it was, it was, it was a boring song. I didn't like the beat. I think the beat was way too slow. I know it's kind of a slow pacing album as far as beat wise go, but it was just. You know, was just I think that that's the fault of the dream because I know he's the one that um, produced it, didn't he? Oh, is he? I, I wasn't even hip Was he on this song or did he? I thought he produced yeah, he, this track. Well, I, I'm guessing he's sung. He, he's the one that was singing on uh, the hook. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, he might have been the producer because you know he's a producer too. And I, I know, I know. Yeah, I know he, uh, he makes most of his. But nah, yeah, like I said, I'm not sure if he's. I'm not sure if he uh, he if he produces them, but I do know he's the one who's singing the like the little weird little uh, uh, the, the hook the hook of the joint. Okay. Yeah, like like I said, I I wasn't a fan of this joint. I could actually do without it, just take completely out of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's got an interesting beat, but again, it's I mean, and you know, Jay Electronica does spit, but again, it's not it's not one of the songs that I'm going to be looking for if I'm going to be going back to the album. It, it more likely is going to get hit next. So. Yeah, I agree. So fuck it, let's, let's go on to uh, the Number next 10. song, or the last song. Number 10 is A-P-I-D-T-A. I don't know what it stands for or if it's supposed to mean something. But um, actually, this is probably the slowest song on the album, like even slower than number nine, Ezekiel's Wheel. I guess you could qualify it as an interesting way to end the album. It's a very truthful song. 
Uh, there's a lot of depth in it coming from Jay Electronica. Yes. And uh, very emotional and open. I want to say this is probably the best look into Jay Electronica's like mind or his past or anything that I've ever heard him talk about, like his past or anything like that. Yes. So I think it's a good song in that yes. re- respect. And since the album is kind of like on a slower side, I guess it's okay to end the album with something like this. But I, you know yes. me and my thing about ending the album on something really, really slow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree. Um, And just to speak on how slow this joint is, the first two minutes of the song is is Jay-Z just repeating the same, uh, I have some numbers in my phone that won't call me, or pretty, pretty much alluding to him losing friends or family, uh, either by death or jail or whatever the case is. And I feel like, you know, it kind of fits the, the, the tone of the whole song, especially what, you know, Jay Electronic is saying. But he was just repeating the same shit over and over again. In the first verse, actual verse, which is the electronicas, they didn't come until two minutes and 38 seconds in. So that, 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 it was kind of just too loosely done. And, 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 and I think it was this song where Jay Electronica's rapping and he kind of like, it almost sounds like he forgot his word because he's like, he's saying something. He's like, uh, 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 uh. And, and that's how the fucking line ends. And I'm just like, this just seemed like these niggas were just like, fuck it, one take. One right. take, that's it. I said, we got to get it out. It's got to go. I don't care how it sounds. It's got to go. Yeah, fuck it. It's got to go. <laughs> it's just been too long. It's been 10 years already. But yeah, like, like I said, it, 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 it was a good idea. I feel like uh, Electronica's verse was dope. And I feel like what Jay was doing was kind of dope too. But I feel like an actual verse from Jay would have been tough too. Instead of him just repeating the same refrain over and over again. I agree. Because again, Jay has had, he had good verses all through this album. Like there's not a trash yeah. verse on this album. So. No, not at all. All right. Well, let's go ahead and slide right into the overall thoughts of it. Well, what did you think? Well, like I said, uh, I had heard of Jay Electronica before this. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I was one of the many people that were anticipating his album necessarily. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't, I did hear of the hype that was surrounding him. I believe Exhibit C was uh, like one of his really big songs that like, I guess blew him up. And uh, I just knew that he was a, a really good rapper. And for that reason alone, I, I, I wanted to tune in. Um, but overall, I just feel like it, it, it's, this album sounds like somebody who's been away from making music for 10 years. You know what yeah. I mean? Just off, just off of the fact that like, I feel like there's a lot of fine tuning that needs to be done. Um, and you know who knows? Maybe this was his warm up back into making more music, and maybe this opens up the or kind of gets things rolling for him. But again, another another thing too is just the whole Jay Z on every song. Like that's just it, it just it, it's a terrible idea. I don't know why he thought that was a good idea for your debut album to have one of people's favorite rappers on it. The whole thing. So I don't know. I'm curious to see as to why he did that. I'm curious to see if he has anything other planned as far as like a release soon with exclusively just him. Yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like this this album is a mixed bag of things because there's a lot of good rapping on here, but a lot of shit that I wasn't a fan of too. I got you. I got you. My, my thoughts were, I agree with you. It was not a bad album at all. But again, it really as long as i've been waiting for this and anticipating this i'm i'm pretty satisfied with it but at the same time i was really disappointed that i didn't get all or mostly jay electronica 
And you know me, like I'm not a big fan of having an album that's got featured artists all over it. And I mean, yeah. this don't might as well have just been like Watch the Throne two or a new version of Watch the Throne where they both had equal time yeah. on it because that's essentially what it was. It, this was not yeah. really a J Electronic album, especially since like damn near every track that Jay Z is on, he raps before J Electronica. Yeah, that's the fucked up thing about it. I'm like, yo, not only is this nigga on every drum, but he's also the first one to rap in a lot of songs. Exactly. Like I said before, it's clearly Jay-Z was like, all right, nigga, I'm tired of paying you for doing nothing. Get your ass in the studio. We got 40 days to get this right. Like you said, yeah. one take. Like by the end of the 40 days, like day 36, 37, 38, he was like, all right, one take, nigga. I don't care how. No, no, no more time. No more money. No more time. Put it out now. Like that's what it's. This is this is what the album sounds like to me. Even though I'm hey, satisfied. I can with hear. It. I can hear Hope saying that in a whole voice. <laughs> Come on, young. You gotta work, man. I'm tired of paying your ass, dog. You ain't doing man, shit for me, bro. Memphis, man. I wish I could do the Marrow voice of the Jay Z. <laughs> yeah. so oh God. But yeah, like yeah. um I don't know. Let's go ahead and get into the score. What'd you get out of right. ten? So for me, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a six out of ten. I feel like again, like I said, a lot of really good rapping on here from both J both J's. Spotty production. I like I like some things production wise. I didn't like other things production wise. But like I said, it's just a mixed bag to me. And, and, and I feel like if if Jay really focus, Electronica focuses more on, I guess, the overall song structures and being able to do a whole song without somebody else being on it. Because that's another thing that I don't know if he realizes, but the more you use somebody else's help for a song, the harder it's going to be for you to write your own song. And Talk whether it was Montana. Jay-Z... Yeah, exactly, right, exactly. Whether it was Jay-Z or the dream who was singing the hooks uh, or, or rapping the hooks on here. Mm-hmm. I don't think I heard, I think I heard Jay Electronica rap one hook the whole joint. And it wasn't that bad. I think it's... I think it's the hook to the one short song. No, 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 no. I don't think that joint actually even has a hook. But it's another one. It's, um... God damn, I think it's number five. Let me see. The never-ending story joint. No, no, no. Shiny Suit. Shiny Suit. Yeah, it's either Shiny Suit Theory or Never Ending Story. I okay. think it's Never Ending Story. Okay. Yeah, like I said, um, I'm curious to. I, 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 I'm gonna listen to his next album. Hopefully, it's just him on it. Yeah. Because I feel like his rapping ability did enough for me to, to tune in. All right. Well, I gave it a seven point five out of ten. Uh, seven point five. Uh, the drop from ten would was because of all of the Jay Z, and yeah. then the. Also, the fact that, like I said, that one song, uh, Fruits of the Spirit, number eight, it's so vicious, but it's so fucking short. And it needs to be a full song so we can actually get a full sense of Jay Electronica doing a full song by himself. And because the album is so short, since you have two so- two songs on there and there that are on the shorter side, a couple that just cut off randomly, and you're just like, where the hell did that go? Yeah. I really don't feel like it was deserving of, of eight or higher. So 7.5 is where I landed. And being generous. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. I feel like, <laughs> uh, to be honest, I feel you've been a little too generous, but. but you. you know I'm me, I'm you. a nice nigga. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> All right. Um, now, so to round out the night here, do you have an album suggestion for the folks out there? Yes, sir. Since I've thrown out the name Charles Hamilton a couple times during this review, I feel it's only right for me to recommend his 
are I think without a doubt his most popular uh project, which is the Pink Lava Lamp, the Pink Lava Lamp. Okay. Which was was his uh debut release. I believe it was a mixtape slash album, whatever you want to call it. But um a lot of dope songs. Um Charles Hamilton for me was somebody that I really listened to like really deep at one point. And I don't know, I just it was one of my it's like like a lot of nostalgia behind uh uh Charles Hamilton and specifically uh Pink Lava Lamp. Um so definitely particularly if you're a Charles Hamilton fan, I know you probably already heard it. But if you haven't, and if you're not, check out Pink Lava Lamp. A lot of, I think, really interesting production on there. And I feel like him him spitting on there is, is dope, too. So his rapping is dope on there, too. So definitely check out Charles Hamilton, the Pink Lava Lamp. Yeah. All right. My choice today is going to be No Malice, uh, previously Malice from The Clips. Brother to Pusha T and his album Hear Ye Him. Now this album came out, I want to say like back in oh nine or maybe two thousand ten. And it's I don't know if this album is gonna be for everybody because it's it 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 leans towards the religious because you know Malice did find religion yeah. after he left the clips and has, you know, pretty much turned his life around from what he was doing before. But I mean, even though the content isn't the same, you know, Coke boy talk that we're used to, the lyrics are still there. Right. And it, it's not heavily dripping with religious, you know, iconization and other shit like that. It's, Would you say it's kind of like this this past album that we just listened to? I'm sorry? Would you Would you say that that album is sort of like this J Electronica album where it kind of like he throws in like little i feel like he, he throws in a lot of a lot of religious references but it's not necessarily a religious rap like you know what i mean yeah exactly and that's that's pretty much how i would qualify it although i could i could see some people not really being that much into it because of the religious iconography in it yeah. but you have to listen to it in order to see if that's going to be something you're into. It's got a couple of the songs that I'll, I'll name for you guys. Uh, Smoke and Mirrors featuring Abliva is a tight joint. Blasphemy featuring Fam Lay, who actually worked with the clips back in the day. And also uh, his brother Pusha T is on a song called Shame the Devil. So like, go ahead and try that out. It's like, like you know me, I'm always trying to check out something new and interesting when it comes to hip-hop. I like to listen to all types of different shit. Of course, you know that it keeps you more well-rounded. So go ahead and check yeah. out Hear Ye Him by No Malice, previously Malice of the Clips. There you go. All right. And is there anything else you want to share with the folks today? Hey man, thank y'all for rocking with us. Y'all already know what it is. We're gonna keep hanging out with these album reviews. Tune in for our next regular episode as well. Should be coming in next week. Yes, sir. Um, and yeah, man, we're gonna keep rocking with y'all. Hope y'all keep rocking with us. It's the beginning of the summer. I believe summer starts in fucking three days. Hey. And we're fucking locked in. So you might as well tune into these messy motherfuckers here. Corona summer. Shit is real. Yeah, yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all know y'all can find us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, it is all spelled out. Spell it out. You can, you can find us for your listening pleasure on SoundCloud, Google, iTunes, Google Play, uh, iHeartRadio, Speaker, and Stitcher. And you can also find us on Facebook by going to Facebook.com and then searching out Your Pop Heads Podcast. And there you go. For, for us, to everyone else around the world, we love y'all. Stay safe. Black Lives Matter, remember? Always. All day, all day, all day. <laughs> and we, lo- bullshit. we love y'all. We had this motherfucker. Peace. Peace.